Welcome to Wrong Opinions Only Survivor Edition with your hosts Justin and Kayla. And this is our last Survivor podcast of the season. We had a three-hour finale last night. Lots of tricks, lots of things going on. And I have a lot of feelings. I know Kayla has a lot of feelings. I know Twitter has a lot of feelings, most of them (laughs) opposite of mine. But we need to start off and just run through everything yeah, that happened last night. a lot night. happened. I mean, when we started, we had a five castaway, and we have a winner at the end of this. So let's get through this episode, and we can talk about how we're feeling. Because there is a winner, and there's a lot to discuss around it. So, general discussion. We had the final five castaways, and as discussed last week, they were sent to a new island with minimal supplies for the final few nights. And of course, at first I was thinking... Well, what's the kind of point of doing this right towards the end? But this particular island had torrential downpour. They had no shelter. They were miserable. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Idea. It's mental warfare. <laughs> Got it. Eric was upset with Deshaun after he blew her up during tribal council. And she says a great line. I'm not ready to talk to you right now, but you're welcome for being here. That was shade great. thrown. <laughs> Everyone is doing a variation of asking if you're going to vote for me. Um, particularly Ricard, knowing that he is someone has been mentioned multiple times. You know, the fear's on. Like, can you just tell me? Just tell me if I'm in danger. Um, at this point, assume you're in danger. Um, the twist, uh, kind of leading into immunity challenge, is that the castaways were given a word scramble, which gave them a clue to a hidden advantage. Erica ended up finding it on the beach, which gives her a big head start in the coming immunity challenge. She found it on the beach, even though she was the last person. I don't even know if she actually solved the riddle. They all fig- figured it yeah, out so much Yeah, she was struggling at, at the end there, but she ended up finding it. Yeah, because so. it was a lot closer to the camp than they were all running down the they beach They could not find trees. the dancing trees, you know? Um, so the immunity challenge, the castaways had to collect a series of rope rungs, and they had to build a ladder. Then they had to climb the ladder and use these puzzle pieces to climb a second ladder and then use the puzzle pieces to complete a 75-piece survivor puzzle. This was a no-joke puzzle. Erica's advantage was pretty major. It gave her four complete rungs on each ladder before they even started. So she's like halfway done. That's a huge advantage. Um, when it gets going, it's pretty entertaining. Um, Erica, because of that advantage, was kind of flying through the courses ahead. I think you pointed this out on Twitter, but Jeff did have that great line where he sees Heather struggling, of course, in last place, and goes, it is Heather in last, a familiar spot. <laughs> of course, he tries to be nice and say, but what is also familiar is Heather never stops trying. Because she's always dead last. It never has yes, a chance to But, you win. know, we, we appreciate heart on this show, you know? Yeah, uh, the reward was, of course, immunity and a steak, veggies, bread, and wine kind of dinner, you know, to kind of pump you up from that torrential rain pour the night before. Um, immunity, Erica won. Um, you know, the Barely manage, beating out Ricard, Yeah, which is Ricard was, was definitely making up. He was, he was flying through the course. Um, but Erica does win. Tribal Council, did anyone use an idol? So this tends to, as, you know, we get smaller castaways left, you start to get into a little more personal story. So we saw a couple of that um, this episode, of course. Uh, so Xander mentions kind of Ricard opens up earlier in the day that his husband is due to have their second child within the week. So he doesn't know if the baby's there, if the baby's coming. He's kind of left, you know, they're isolated on this island. So he kind of opens up about the struggle of not being there with his husband and wanting to compete and win and work hard on the island. So Xander kind of has his emotional moment with him, and he mentions, actually, that he might use his idol for him, knowing that Ricard is probably on the chopping block. 
And so Ricard, what can you say? You say, oh, that'd be nice if you do that. I'm sure he was hoping. <laughs> um, but Xander does not end up using it for Ricard. No, he, um, but he does. Use, he does use yeah. it for himself because he doesn't want to lose it. Um, so he was thinking gameplay there. The vote is counted and Ricard is out. I mean, not too surprising. Ricard was on everyone's tongue. He, we need to get him out. He's winning these challenges. So. He was the best player this whole game. He mm-hmm. was a beast in competitions. He had a good social game. He pulled the strings on a lot of big moves. He would have 100% won this whole game if he made it to final three. So they needed to get him out yes, then. Yes, yes. So, listen, this episode, we're trying to get to a winner. So we go right to the next immunity challenge where the castaways had to transport and stack a bunch of letters while standing on this curved, wobbly platform without having the letters fall over. I actually thought it was a very cool challenge physically um, and probably very frustrating to do. I Sometimes I wish I could do some of these challenges at home I just to see how it would so do. Bad. That like was up Xander's alley. He's very good at that, staying focused. And he's patient. Like, yep. When he had his feet um like one foot behind the line and he had to get the other i mean i was i was having that kind of edge of my seat like is this gonna crumble so xander as you said did great he ends up winning immunity and it opens up a little bit about xander's story which i think was lacking he talked about being this insecure chubby kid and he found his purpose through running track and cross country pretty great photo montage of him um, as a kid and then a stud runner um, he watches everyone kind of practice building fires because, of course, Xander, after winning immunity, gets to pick two people to do the fire building challenge. There is some controversy with the fire building challenge. Yeah. How do you feel? Well, we'll go into it, but some people love it. Some people hate it. I see arguments for both, um, but I do have to comment on that later. So he mentions because he sees Erica and she is struggling at fire building. Now, he doesn't know if this is intentional or not. But he wonders, maybe I should put Erica in. She is a threat. And then I go in and I win, which is obviously an option in this in this game. He decides, no, I'm going to go with Deshaun and Heather. They can battle it out. I'll keep Erica. His kind of rationality is that he doesn't want um, Erica to get another notch on her about, like, win this fire and, and the jury, which... Okay, and that is arguably one of the problems with the fire building challenge in itself. You have to either opt to go in and risk or let someone have that under their resume for the jury. And so that is a hard place to be in. So to that, I can see the argument about not liking it. When he was deciding, I was like, immediately once he won, I was like, okay, he takes Heather to the final three and he puts Erica against Deshaun. Easy decision. Like, Erica's the biggest threat. Deshaun's the next biggest threat. Heather's last. But when he explained it, I was like, that's an interesting thought because that would give her kind of the leg up because they won the same amount of individual challenges. I thought he's been a better competitor the whole time, but it's the most recent. Fire's right then. It's right pretty much Mm -hmm. before, especially in this season where they vote kind of immediately. And it's just, he was nervous about that. And I understood the logic behind it. But then you also saw him build fire and he was doing that shit in two seconds all across the beach the whole season. Like, he should have probably put himself in. But I don't think I'd have the balls to do that if I was in a spot, so. Yeah, if you were safe, it's hard. And clearly, when it gets to the end, Xander had some perhaps bad views on where everyone else was in the eyes of the jury, which is, you know, one of the more important aspects when it comes to the end. So, 
Heather and Deshaun, I got to say throughout this episode, that was the part of the episode that had me like really on edge, excited. Like I liked the back and forth. I mean, Heather, we make fun of Heather. We're going to continue to make fun of Heather this episode, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, But she was really, I mean, I almost like, did they put something on a rope? Because her fire was really nice and high. Yeah, and well, then, it took her freaking 27 minutes to get it going. Just Deshaun was so bad. Deshaun ended up smothering his fire, had to start yeah. another, and then he just had it going. And Deshaun ended up edging out Heather. By um, like three seconds. Yes, like it was very close. close, very close. So Heather goes to jury, joins Ricard. So for before we kind of move on, I'm sorry to interject here, Kayla. Mm -hmm. One of the things about the fire challenge is, Heather, I think, consistently had a better fire that whole time, but it was not consistently the same spot on the rope. Like it would, yes. like the flame would it slightly shift. It was dancing shift. across. It was dancing across, so she wasn't burning a straight spot. So when Deshaun actually got his, he was just like, I'm going to build this as high as I can in this one spot, and bam. Yeah, and I think that is the move. You can't have it. I mean, you have a strong base, but you have to build up because yeah. otherwise the flame, like you said, is going to go all over. Heather suffered those consequences. It was sent to jury. Um, so our final jury um, was Evie, Tiffany, Nazir, Shan, Liana, Danny, Ricard, and Heather. So that's what made up the jury. Um, that is eight people. We get to, obviously, the final three. And this is usually one of my favorite parts, is the jury getting to question. Um, I used to like it in the first few seasons this when it would be yeah. one person at a time, and they, they were limited. You couldn't just go on and on. Um, this one is very, like, pow-wow-y. You kind of, like, one person can talk. You can ask a question later. You can bounce off someone else's question. Um, and I, I don't know if you noticed this when you were watching it, but I did. Danny kind of, I'll jump around because different people are talking, but Danny gives this like horrible four quarter analogy. Now he's yeah. NFL, so he's using sports terms. And he, he's talking about the four quarters of Survivor, but he only mentions three quarters. Three he mentions pre merge, post merge, and the final eight. And I just was like, okay. Then other castaways kept continuing with the kind of four quarter analogy. And I'm like, uh, this is so bad. Why, why are we continuing this? Um, so I found that pretty funny when, when they were going through and everyone kept kind of joining in. We had some good comments. You know, Nazir was praising Xander for forfeiting challenge, but you could tell that the facial expressions on the jury didn't see it as Xander being nice to the group by forfeiting so, like, everyone could eat. They saw it as it's a jury ploy, and you could see it on their face. Well, like, that's the thing with this jury in particular. A lot of them were just... I don't think they were really... Nobody was really scorned by Xander. He didn't, I didn't think, make any enemies the whole season. The problem is, I think they were all pissed that this young 20-year-old outsmarted them and got farther than they did, and they did not want to hear anything about it. Because even Nazir was like, you know, you should have said more stuff. Because when Xander was doing some of his explanations, he didn't really pat himself enough on the back. He did not do a great job at, at explaining things. Where Nazir jumped in, he goes, you also did this. You also did this. You also sacrificed uh, yourself so that we could get rice. You also gave um, Erica an advantage earlier in the season to help her out. You also won this challenge. You also did this. And you didn't mention that in, in your own uh, kind of justification. He stumbled. I mean, yeah. that's, if you're not good at public speaking, you're not good at... Re trying to represent yourself and your accomplishments. Because here's the thing. He was doing you, well the whole season. You like, have to camera, be though. braggy 
But you can't be too braggy because people are going to resent that and feel some type of way. But it is a time that you have to advocate for yourself. Yeah. You are fighting for your life for this money. Like you need to say what you did. And listen, some people are going to take stock in your accomplishments and some are, some are going to go more emotional. Who did you burn? Who did you really align yourself with? Some people value that more. But before you go into that, cause I slightly disagree with you. I have so many thoughts. We're going to get heated. We're going to get heated later Let's on. Let's keep going. So Deshaun, you know, he's advocating for himself. He talks about his social capital and how it paid off. But Ricard says on day one of the merch, Deshaun told them Erica needs to go. Erica obviously made it to the end. Sydney needed to leave. So Danny lost an ally. Again, that was his buddy, and that he didn't have any connection with Heather. So he kind of like points out these holes of like, okay, well, what about this? What about this? What about that? And he he flounders. Xander also flounders when Liana questions him about his social awareness and decision on Final Three. I mean, okay. he was like, can you use it in a sentence? Can you spell it out for me? So Where's I the will origin? Say, he did uh, struggle there. He He got a little kind of caught up in the air. Liana did not ask the question very well. She was kind of like, just talking, and then it was like, so, yeah, social But she awareness. gave an example. After the fact, yeah. after he floundered for a second. But that whole situation with the social awareness made zero sense to me. How can Liana, of all people, say Xander has no social awareness when he had an idol since day three he never used, even though people were trying to get him to use it when he wasn't going to be the vote pretty much the whole season, um, he didn't need to use his extra vote for 90% of the time. He didn't have a vote for like, what, uh, I think it was like seven or eight days when uh, mm -hmm. other people were trying to get the other parts to the immunity idol. And he straight up duped Liana into getting her to waste her advantage. That is all social awareness to me. Like he, he saw these things happening, made quick decisions and always made the right decision in that respect. So I, yeah, I didn't I understand that. where she was coming from on the social awareness thing, unless there's stuff that wasn't on camera that I didn't see, unless well, you took it as a different that, thing. That is one of my arguments for Erica's case um, with some of her. And now she excelled at this. Now, granted, this is where the communications manager, I expect her to excel when it comes to advocating for yourself. But she, she realized that, listen, I'm going to let these two give their answers in the beginning, but I'm going to be the end. And I noticed she was the one crafting longer responses at the end before the jury voted. Yeah, and I and I true. felt like she was more clear about what she did. Now, Sander, I I don't think he had a great social game, but we can go into that a little later. I think I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he had a great social game, but I think his social awareness on when to use things and when other people were going to be trying to manipulate him in certain mm -hmm. ways was pretty on point the whole season. Yeah, it's true. And he, he didn't ever feel like he had to use his idol. Exactly. Um, and then Deshaun, I was amused when Shan asked, kind of, I wouldn't say asked, told him that his strategic moves that he was praising himself on when he was advocating for himself felt more like temper tantrums. So Shan is, again, still my annoyance with Shan, mm -hmm. reached, I think, even an all-time high during the final because the Shan faces were all over the place, as Shan does. She shows disgusted faces and she is honestly a petulant child that is upset that these people got farther in the game than her she just can't accept it she's like you only got there because you threw temper tantrums she was throwing temper tantrums the whole freaking time too she just didn't get as far like i i just cannot stand when she puts the <laughs> yeah. blame on somebody else that no you didn't do it that well what are you doing if i was just trying to be like well guess what i'm sitting here you're sitting there get the fuck over it like 
I just the way she approached it, it was very matter of fact. Like, no, you don't deserve as much credit as you're trying to give yourself. And it, it forced Deshaun to not say that it wasn't that because you don't want to sound too defensive. Yeah. Especially had he had come across that way to the jury in prior weeks. But he had to kind of go, well, I'm sorry if you felt that way. This was my intention. He did have a good recovery of switching to it. You know, but like he had the game words, is emotional, like... but he, and you could tell a bit last week when he um, was, you know, Erica at the beginning of this episode had said, like, he made it personal. The Shaw made this personal. I would argue that what he said to Erica wasn't personal. It was uh, kind of last minute, like, it was for the game. Like, it wasn't personal to Erica. It was, he was floundering. He was, he was trying to do something to, to, to convert the jury's eyes onto someone d- different. I didn't feel like it was like a personal against Erica. It was, uh, was it a good decision? No. No, but it it was the one he made. But I felt it was more impersonal than anything. It was just Erica was the one that got hurt. And he had by far, I think, just the worst responses to consistent responses to the questions. It was very much like he'd say something to be like, whoa, 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 no, that's not how I went down. Yes, yes. No, 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 that's not true. No, that's a lie. And he's just like, well, I mean, I, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see the struggle. Uh, Erica was definitely the better, well-spoken person when oh, yeah. it came to that, by far. So, again, the final three of Xander, Erica, and Deshaun. And who was our winner? Somebody we had on both of our on both teams. Both of our teams. And that after, what, the first week or two, we were like, wow, I really wish I didn't have Erica <laughs> yes, on <our> team. <laughs> yes. Erica was the winner in a 7-1-0 vote. So... Dan, um, Deshaun actually got one vote that's and it was bullshit. Danny. That Danny was, voted that's, for him. That's a nonsense. Xander got Danny. zero votes. Erica almost swept with seven. Um, status update on our teams because we have a lot of feelings about who won, why they won, who should have won. Uh, status update on our teams. Erica, of course, cinched it for us, ended. Um, you have a total of 37. I have 47. Um, I think next year we might do some bonus points for jury and for yeah, final three. I think, I, think I felt the same with Big Brother, like just yeah. a couple. Because um, I kind of feel like we were in the same predicament with Big Brother. Yeah, of we like, had the same I had someone left. further, but because of, you know, the extra, I got, got screwed over my early, early goers. So. Yeah, we had the exact opposite for you on Big Brother and me on Survivor. Yeah, so yeah. before we get into the questions, let's talk about... Now, I... In the, these three, looking at these three, when I thought about it, I go, to me, Erica made more sense than Xander. I feel like you feel differently. Xander makes more sense than Erica. Tell me yep. why Xander makes more sense than Erica winning. Or if you were a jury member, you would have voted for Xander. Yes. Why? So uh, if I was a jury member, and I think Xander explained it well to the cameras when he was on the beach, I do think he struggled in his explanation for the jury. But I will note that I think the jury had their mind up as soon as they saw the final three. I don't think any of the responses changed anything. But just breaking it down into parts here, Xander was on the bottom of his own tribe to start the uh, right off, like what, day two, they lose and they're going after him. He gets an idol on day three. It's 26 days. He gets an idol on day three. He can't use a vote for, it's like five, six, seven, eight days, whatever it was still manages to stay even though his team keeps losing because he is maneuvering the different relationships in his tribe to keep him safe because he turned into the powerhouse and the challenges to give them a chance to win. So that's number one. He was Mm -hmm. a much better consistent physical competitor than Erica throughout the entire season. Number two, like I said, he had that idol. He did not have to use it. People were trying to get him to use it. 
over and over and over. They knew he had it. They knew he had these advantages, and he just kept reading the situation well every single tribal and never using it and holding on to it and just having it in his pocket gave him that leverage that people were afraid to vote for him. And he also, as I mentioned earlier, duped Liana out of wasting an advantage, so he didn't even have to use his to save one of his allies and get rid of uh, an advantage for somebody else. All okay. really positive yep. things. He also won two individual immunities, mm -hmm. which is the same as Erica. So that's even. He was consistent. Him and Erica were probably pretty consistent after the merge and where they finished in the immunities. I think he was a little better when to bring the team dynamics into it. And he went to so many more tribal councils than Erica. Erica did not have to go to a tribal council until the merge. He had to go since the first day. He was in almost every single tribal council. Actually, was, yeah, almost every single tribal council the whole season. Well, Erica got to save herself and didn't even need to go to six of them. So that's six more opportunities where Xander could have been voted out, could have had to use that idol, and didn't need to. So I think all those were great. He won the biggest competition at the end of the season to make himself go to final three. The only area where I think he floundered was in that point if you think it's close between yourself and erica you got to take her out and fire and at the time i didn't think that was the case because i thought he had it sewn up i thought xander was the clear winner and mm -hmm. he even said it. he goes i don't understand how erica can beat me my resume is a little better what's going on here i think the downside that the jury saw was that he was hopping on to other alliances mm -hmm. and utilizing people that were already going against each other and maneuvering his gameplay to go with the numbers. Some puppeteering. Yes, he was he was doing that, but he was not making all the big decisions himself. So he was like, oh, shoot, the numbers are shifting. Hold on, let me start getting close to Ricard. Let me start getting close to uh, Danny and Deshaun for a minute. He kept hopping around to go with the numbers, which I guess the jury thought that was a weak move because he wasn't making the big moves himself. But I thought it was a strategic smart move that he was able to manipulate all the numbers whenever he needed to, to never really be in serious danger. But, you know, people have different uh, thoughts. So what's your, uh, your take on Erica? Okay. So a couple things. One, I'll say some stats for you, because this is a big win for Erica. And as a woman, um, you know, in the last 14 seasons, 12 men have won, yep. including the last six seasons. So this is the first and seven seasons that a woman has won. Um, I also learned that men received 62 of the final tribal council votes, while the women sitting next to them got a total of six. Okay, 62 so to six. I understand is, what you're saying mm -hmm. for the history of Survivor, but how, like, just based on this specific gameplay, how was Erica better? Oh, I'm going to go into okay. that, but I want to give a little stats okay. because this is kind of a big change. And CBS, of course, in big of the discussion about the diversity um, push um, and kind of, and I, I want to say another issue that Erica battled, which wasn't the castaways, it was the camera. And I want to talk about Erica's <laughs> edit because it sure. was a joke in the beginning of the weeks when we were like, we have not seen Erica once. Does she speak? Now, sometimes people say that winners can have a survivor eye. So if the camera is focusing on one particular player, arguably Shan, I would say kind of, yep. they kind of say like got the winner's camera. So someone who's kind of highlighting, you start to go, is that going to be the winner? And sometimes that is the case. 
it almost was the opposite this season. It's like Erica got almost no camera time. And I have to believe, especially when they highlight this friendship between her and Heather, did you see much of that friendship in the season? No, that's why, like, there must be a lot of stuff we weren't seeing as yes. um, at-home viewers because I didn't see those re- relationships. No. She, at one point, said her and Deshaun were very close. I didn't see that until yeah. they blew up at each other. Like, I mean, we didn't even see Erica yeah. for the first... I mean, she was commenting on Twitter, like, I hope I'm in this episode. She's the winner. How, you know, you're not putting any attention on Erica the first few weeks, and I know you have the footage. So I think it's important to, to know Erica's edit because as much as that kind of keeps you guessing, like, oh, I didn't see this game from Erica, it also influences how fans feel. Yep. And so if you're not seeing a lot of Erica, why are you rooting for Erica? You don't see her personality. We started you don't rooting see for her a little bit, though. We were. It helped that she was on our team. We yeah. saw it in the information she gave on the show. Yeah. But we weren't seeing it on the screen. And so I think that gives Erica disservice to the fans watching it because people are going to go, Erica, how did, how did Erica get this? Um, and I, w- I want to say Survivor really didn't yeah. give her the care work that, that she and others have implied that she had more gameplay strategies than we saw. Um, That's why know. we were confused every week. We're like, why does er- everybody say Erica's such a big threat? She didn't win anything until really late. She didn't even compete in most of the group comp- or the team competitions because right. her team kept winning, so her and Heather would sit out. Right. So if I... You know, not to go back to Xander, but if I'm Xander, those are things he needs to point out. I was consistently performing more. I was at risk more. Mm-hmm. I was doing all of this. But Erica just kind of, she slid by for a portion and then she she turned it on late. Well, here's what I'll say. So I feel Erica was playing a game from the beginning. We didn't see it until really she went hard in the paint at the end. But I can see kind of going back, I can kind of see where it was building. I mean, one, her Liverpool teammates tried to overthrow a challenge to get her out. Yes. That's pretty significant. Your team is trying to throw a challenge because they want you out. Because they she was saw, perceived as the weakest. Yeah, well, but well, by some. Because yeah. she was perceived as a threat by a few different people. Arguably Danny for sure, but Shan as well. And so when she went post-merge, she helped the unaligned... I would say she was a significant part of getting the unaligned bottom people together to okay. say, listen, we are kind of a power. We can overthrow this top thing. And you could say she's wishy-washy. She didn't necessarily keep the same alliance, but she was... The determining factor. Xander didn't trust Erica's vote. True. When he used his advantage. Like, Erica was someone where they're like, I don't know where she's going to land. She affected gameplay. He used his advantage because he was worried that Erica wasn't following through on the plan. And she was a part of that bottom group, you know, moving forward and kind of breaking a pretty dynamic top team, the remaining teammates of Lulu, which Erica was a part of. Um, but she was left in the dust. She kind of used... You know, she references a lot of, like, I'm the lion, like, hiding in the... Yeah. But I think that is a perfect kind of example of her gameplay because it did, quote-unquote, keep the lion looking like a lamb because even me as a viewer on first watch was like, why is everyone saying Erica's this threat? Like, she... But that's the game she said she was going to play, and she did. She was steady, she was smart, and Xander... And she had no emotional upheavals at all she was very consistent she didn't like create a target or anything on her back at any point yes and so she played a a quiet game but influential game i'll argue now xander 
had the more showy aspects. He has like the the pieces of a Zan- of a Sander winner, of a Survivor winner that you expect. The the he was great. The on resume, the right? Interviews. But it it came across more calculated when he was describing. Well, I did this so that this could happen. You have to think about varying things with the jury. And so when you're like, I did this for this move, and I did this, jury sometimes looks back and go overall. And then they look at Erica and they go, Erica got to the same spot. And because she wasn't in the spotlight, like Xander, right? Where every yeah. week people were like, oh, Xander, he's got his idol. She wasn't in the spotlight. She was respected by mostly everyone. And she really was not disliked by anyone. That's pretty powerful to make it weeks past with that. And so where Erica kind of where it was kind of screwed up with the camera work is that she wasn't focused on. And I think that's what made fans not root for her. I think yeah. overall, you know, but now the hourglass twist, that was a major twist. Honestly, it probably saved Erica. And that's not to say anything about her game, but it probably saved Erica. Cause I, I have a feeling if she would have went home, she would have went home. She was the but one. She, yeah, she had the hourglass um, shift and that whole thing. And she used that when she needed to. The thing is that was, like no matter who got that would have you like right. I don't think that was anything specific to her gameplay in using the twist because it was she randomly drew a rock she was going to use mm-hmm. it because you need safety you always want that right. extra week of safety but I will say how she kind of mended the relationship mm-hmm. after using that twist was pretty big because she basically turned on her whole team made made them be at risk of uh, being voted out that next week. And still kind of built back those relationships, even even after kind of throwing them under a bus just to save herself for a week. Right. And so I think, you know, two immunity wins is not nothing. The hourglass twist is a part of her story. How much power she had in it is its own thing. And she orchestrated and helped put some major vote outs without becoming like the scapegoat. And she helped get Shan voted out. And Shan was the one who saw Erica's gameplay. That's true. Who was the only one like, we need to get Erica out. And she got Shan out, who was in a pretty powerful position at that point. So I think Erica played a quiet game. I think the camera hurt her because they didn't want to put the winner shine on her. But me as a viewer, I go, we clearly are missing moments yeah. of her gameplay. Clearly. You can't tell me she was smiling and laughing every episode and not building some sort of connection. I mean, the Heather and Erica thing felt so like where were yeah. those moments? I could, you know, I, I would lo- love to see that. We're best friends. Wait, what? Yeah. And so, you know, Deshaun played a good game, but his resume was weak. And he had contentious relationships with the jury. So Deshaun was a good one to keep to the end. Yeah. Um, he the had fact no that he almost winning. sent Deshaun home was crazy. I would have kept Deshaun because that would help Xander's game. He, yeah. Deshaun made no, no sense to win. No, nobody was going to vote for him. I was, I can't believe Danny voted for him. That was Honestly, yes. <laughs> a little respect is lost for Danny on that vote. Like, come on, dude. So, you know, Xander had the pieces. He had the resume pieces, but he couldn't sell it. He fumbled selling his story, I feel. I will say, yeah, I your, uh, your reasoning makes sense. And I do see a reason for Erica to get votes mm-hmm. and potentially win. What I guess really infuriated me is Erica got seven, Deshaun got yes. one, and Xander got yes. zero. Xander deserved at least a couple of votes to make it close, but 
But I will say the eight. How old is Erica? Do you have that off the top of your head or no? I do actually, okay. Erica. Because the careers of Erica and Xander, and I'm gonna assume their ages as well. Erica's 31. Yes, she's 31. He's 20. Mm-hmm. Their age and their careers really showed up in the final deliberation. Mm-hmm. She was coherent. She was calm. She was collected. He got a little fumbled up. He couldn't really explain his points as well. And she really shined in that moment. And I honestly do think there's a little bit of a bias where the jury's like, I don't want to give it to this 20-year-old kid. I don't think that's the determining factor at the end. But I think if they're on the edge, they're like, eh. She explained her game better. He's a young one. He's kind of fumbling now. Whatever. I agree. When we talked about Ricard, because Ricard was the one that I was rooting for. If it was Ricard, Xander, and input a third member there, I think it would have been that. Now, Ricard has a similar resume in the moves that he was making. But I think I said that that would probably be a factor, is that Ricard has a kid, another yep. kid on the way. Who, who do you want to give it to? Was Xander, if it was Xander, and who I think should have been Deshaun and Heather, the fact that he gave, first of all, not only him, but everyone else gave so much kudos to Heather's game. That's a little mind-boggling. She got a standing ovation yeah. when she was walking off. That's bananas. And Xander, I didn't think, was smart by thinking that Heather had this game to convey to the jury. He was very worried about Heather's game, which made no sense to me. So that was, did you notice when he was explaining, they had to ask him kind of a couple times. Yeah. The fire, the, the, the fire thing. Yes. Like, why did you um, not put in Erica? Why would you bring her to the end? What are you doing? And then he finally explained it. Hey, that's a resume builder for her. If she goes into fire and she wins, that hurts me. Every single person in jury at the same time goes, Oh, Okay, that kind of makes sense then. Like, they were just like, had never even considered Mm -hmm. that. And once he brought it up, they were like, oh, why did you freaking say that in the first place? That's that's the only reason you would do that unless you need to take her out. And I understand his logic on she was on an island by herself for two days and she kept a fire going the whole time. She's probably good at fire. But it turned (laughs) out to be a big mistake, honestly. I mean, to think how there's really good at something on Survivor, you know, you think, you think that would flag. Um, yeah. And, th- and that's a point to the, to the fire. Now, I think that was a pretty exciting moment in yeah. this Survivor season, but you know, it does force the last immunity challenge winner to either let someone improve the resume or forces you to go into it. It's, it's a it's tough spot to be in. I don't like it. No. And what was it? Was it a couple of seasons ago? Was it Devin or something? Yes. He basically won the last immunity and he took the best player to go against in fire because that's the only way he could bolster his resume enough was to win fire. Right. And, and the fact that that's even something that you have to think about going in is like, is why I don't love it as a, as an addition to the game. If you were say. in Xander's shoes, you play the exact same game as Xander. Everything's the same. How would you have handled the fire situation? Because I would have sent Erica and I would have sent. I would have took Heather to the final three thinking there's no way Heather gets a vote and have Erica and Deshaun battle it out. Because Deshaun, I would think, would win more than Heather and I wouldn't want Erica to come back. Yeah, but Deshaun also wasn't good at fire. So, like, if they did go up against each other, there is a chance that Erica could have won. But Xander's faces when he was watching Erica try to make fire, like practicing. He was like, oh my gosh, did I make a terrible mistake? At the, at the moment I was watching it, I said he should have put Heather and Deshaun. 
Oh, really? You thought he should have brought Erica to the end? Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. I screwed that up. Erica and Heather. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think he should have had them battle out. I think ultimately his wish should have been to get Erica out. I think he just didn't see what was in front of him. Well, yeah. I think he kind of explained it a little bit. He was hoping that Erica and Heather would be the other two in the final three, so they would kind of cannibalize each other's mm-hmm. game, which everybody kept saying yes. makes no sense to me because Heather didn't do shit. Right, right. I don't, again, maybe Heather had this great villain arc that I was waiting for, but we didn't see it. We just saw her struggling in challenges. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, at one point with uh, Erica when she was practicing the fire too, I thought she was screwing with him. I thought she was purposely being bad at fire in front of him to try to force his hand to throw her in mm-hmm. so that she'd bolster the resume. And at the end, she was like, no, it took me like hours on the island to figure out fire. So I wasn't good. I wasn't playing you. I was like, damn. Um, I think what could have helped Xander, Xander's game, because I'm not sure in, in this three dynamic that his age, or at least I didn't get the sense. To me, his social game, his connections, I didn't see them there. A lot of people working with him or against him were because of what he had. It wasn't his personality. Other than him and Evie, which even their conversations were more strategic than any sort of relationship. True. I don't feel like he had a true connection with the people. Well, Ricard said they had a bromance. Yeah. Well, we didn't see it. We saw that the last episode for five minutes. He was about to cry. I did appreciate that in Xander. Like he's such an ugly crier. Oh, (laughs) I I I felt that he was feeling the emotion of Ricard when he started going. Maybe I should use my idol on Ricard. That was clearly like a pointed question from the producers. Like, have you thought about it? Because there's no way he was actually like, I got to use this on Ricard to save him in Final Four. And then when he used the idol, like yes. He's like, is this for you? I was like, you better be using that for a car. Like, that'd be the stupidest movie yeah. anybody's ever made. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of feelings. I mean, I wish we could be in that jury and get more of their ear. But uh, it was a fun season, though. It was. it was interesting. I think maybe a few too many, maybe twists or the pace was so much like we talked about before. We didn't get to see the relationships right. build. And I think that's a component to what you were saying with Erica's screen time is there were so many advantages, additional challenges, these other twists going on. We didn't get enough time of that people around the camp building those relationships, which is the type of format you'd probably see Erica shine in on TV. Yes, I think the rush of getting one group to the next group into the merge kind of fast lined that, you know, I like a little more conversation between tribes um, you know, with, when you have a dominating tribe, sometimes you get to see the nitty gritty of, you know, how the other ones are going to kind of make up the difference. Um, you know, overall, I think we may get a, another shorter week next season. It depends. You know, COVID's still uh, still thriving uh, in the year 2021. So I think it still had that big season feel. But I got to say, I didn't love all of the advantages yeah, I agree. of this season. I don't hate, like, the struggle, you know? Oh, no, like, I like it. It's, it yes. brings it back to the old ones where it's, you really need to struggle for food. You need to figure this stuff out. It makes it more Survivor-like for me. It's It seems to it got away from itself there for a little bit. But I think they can get rid of some of some of the advantages while keeping kind of that intensity of lack of food. Yes, it was just a lot. It was between finding these three idols, finding all these advantages that did different things. Like 
it was a lot. I wanted to see more work being done just amongst themselves and the relationships. And I feel like all these advantages took from that, especially when they started piling up. I think they're going to they're gonna tweak it slightly for next season. But I, I'd like to read a quick Twitter exchange sure. I had over this Xander situation. Okay. So somebody just tweets, I understand 0% of the Xander of the Xander Hive that are saying he was robbed. We all saw this coming. He loses to any combination of the final six to eight players. Hmm. So I just said, okay, I get the argument for Erica. Ricard definitely would have won. But uh, just what's your argument for Deshaun, Heather, Danny, and Liana winning over Xander? Response is, they had far more compelling reasons why the jury would give them a win. He didn't have to play his idol because nobody felt threatened by him. Therefore, he wasn't a threat in the game. I was like, that seems like the, the laziest freaking thing I've ever hmm. heard in my life. If Liana would have got a vote over Xander, I would have rioted in the streets. <laughs> Liana was one of the worst players I've ever seen in yeah, Survivor. Yeah, yeah. She, she was worse than Heather because she was trying yeah. and actively failing. As Heather was just sitting back. Like, Liana yeah. just, you need to go home, girl. I'm sorry. Yeah, I... Kind of little lamp there, my bad. <laughs> Twitter, you know. Um, screaming into a void. I concur. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't see Liana. I don't see a Heather. Like, I just think, I just think he suffered from those dynamics. Now, no one, surprisingly, no one really like, really like a Shan, like we're getting Shan out tonight, Ricard, you know, like we're getting out Ricard. Like Xander was always mentioned, but no one really like was like, we're going to get for Xander to make him use his, like, made him feel threatened. Ricard's half-assed, uh, you should use your idol, was weak. Yeah. At no point did they really threaten him. So that shows on the other players that none of you guys thought to get Xander out. Yeah, it seemed like weird gameplay. Again, There's there's got to be stuff we're not seeing yes. where he didn't have close enough relationships like Erica and the, and the other folks did. So what do you think about this season overall? I enjoyed it. Uh, like we just said, I wish they'd kind of cut down on some of the advantages, but the pace was interesting. The three teams, I don't know if I'm a big fan of the three teams because then you only have six people on a team and it, it kind of got whittled down very Poor quickly. Poor Yasa was really struggling there in the yeah, end. Yeah, Yasa was struggling. Ua, you know, yeah. just with Shannon Ricard at the end. Yeah. So maybe back to two teams or, or if you go three teams, maybe expand it. Maybe you have 24 people right, instead right. of 18, you know? Yes, yes. I'm with uh, that. Like I said... Less the fire too. I, I am down with them getting rid of the yes, fire. Yes, I agree. Like, and also, it doesn't make sense to me. A jury of eight people. You should have an odd number in the jury so that you don't have a freaking even vote. Like, what happens if it's four to four? Has that happened before in Survivor? I don't think so. No. So, yeah. So, what do you do if that happens? It's four to four votes. Okay, cool. You split the money, or like, what's the deal? Yeah, like, all right. Before they had the fire portion, it used to be nine people in right. jury, and the final two would final deliver. two. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. Big Brother kind of does. Right, right. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they already kind of have it scheduled for next year. I'm excited to see new blood in. I'm excited Spring. to see what they keep. Um, you know, what they forgot. Jeff was amped this season. Uh, so He was entertaining. They kept saying, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say it took me uh, like halfway through the episode to realize what it meant, but he kept saying, you know, drop the four, keep the one. Drop the four, keep the one. I go, what the hell? Oh, it's season 41, and they're saying this is like a rebrand of how they're going to do it going forward, so. Yes, I just hope they'll take what people loved and maybe, you know, we'll see. Again, this was a crazy season. They kind of were going to start, stopped, 
there's a you know yeah. a big cluster of trying to get the season going. We had do a year you, without, so. Do you like kind of the themed seasons though? You know, there was what Blood versus Water. Yes, I mean the David and Goliath is a beautiful season. I mean, I do the Millennials. Yep. Gen Z's like I, I do like that. So, you know, just like other shows like the Challenge, like I just. I like the switch up every season. So, yeah, I didn't, for the preview for next season, it didn't look like there was one of those set yeah. themes, but I'm intrigued to see if they uh, they start going back to that maybe a couple seasons down the line. Yeah, I concur. All right, any last thoughts on Survivor before we go? No, I enjoy doing this pod with you, Kayla, and make sure you stay tuned in the spring of 2022 when we are probably going to be back yes, with some Survivor. we will be back for some Survivor. Thank you to you, all of our Woo and Survivor fans, for tuning in, for our recaps, our thoughts, our arguments, for them all. It was a quick season, but it was an exciting one. And a big congrats to Erica on winning season 41. Congrats, Erica. And we'll have to see if we can get you on the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> we would love to work on our interviewing skills. Uh, so with that being said, the tribe and JK have spoken. See you next season. Well, that's it this week for Wrong Opinions Only Survivor Edition. Please follow us on Instagram at Wrong Opinions Only and on Twitter at Wrong Opinions JK for all of our Survivor takes throughout the week. Until next time, JK out.